Now back to On the Block with Stricken Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the block, talking uh, NFL quarterback, Strick, uh, you had a thought before we had to go to break, pick up on that. Yeah, and and I was just kind of just trying to think of a guy that had a tremendous career, was really tough, hard to stop, and then just kind of towards the tail end, just kind of, you know, was okay, just couldn't get the same separation, Um, kind of was just playing still but didn't seem to play with the same type of passion and that was like Des Bryant and mm. and um how um dang I had the thought no I just lost it um the wide receiver not Evans um over in Saint in the Saints oh uh Michael Thomas Thomas yeah and so mm-hmm. that's what he kind of that's so that's what you're kind of working with I mean I I, I don't I mean obviously you got uh, what? Uh, not Smith and Jigba. You got Alave. Uh, you got Alave there, young, up and coming. But is he ready to break out and be a number one? I don't know yet. It's possible he could have a breakout, mm-hmm. but you know, you don't have the timing. You still don't have that that going for you. So I think Gino has that with the teams that he's worked with. The reason also, when you talk about when I threw in K K Johnson, they played together on the on the. Uh, uh, the uh, practice squad right, together, right? Right. So mm-hmm. he understands who he is and and mm-hmm. trusts him. But but even more than that, you you remember there's there's certain type of relationships that are established in certain. In, it just they don't seem like they come. They seem like they come out of nowhere. Like for example, Julian Edel- Edelman and Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Mm-hmm. Like you're like wait wait how did this happen? Like where did this come from? Mm-hmm. But he. Seemingly, it was understood that in the, in the off seasons, he would just really go be around him, hang with him, and really found out and gained the trust and became a freaking pro bowler. Yeah. Right? Super Bowl MVP. Sometimes that makes a difference. Those type of connections and relationships. I think Geno just has it a little bit more with the crew he has than Derek Carr coming in. Understandable. Uh, on the text line, then... Travis asks, with the Lamar news, what's the negative or the penalty for using the non-exclusive tag uh, with the ability to match or receive two first-round picks in return? What's the downside? Austin, one, two, three, tag you. Here's the downside, Travis. Number one, two first-round picks is fine. Lamar Jackson's worth more than two first-round picks. If you're going to trade Lamar Jackson, you're getting more than two first-round picks for him. So if the other team signs him, you're losing him at a discount. And Oh, by the way, you just lost Lamar Jackson. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem. That's the downside, is that he's a really good football player, mm-hmm. and you don't have a clear answer at quarterback. Look what Tyler Huntley did at the end of last season. I don't care that he was a Pro Bowl. He did not have Pro Bowl numbers. You don't have anything else at quarterback behind Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It's a problem to lose good players. I think we can all agree on that. So, and there's nobody really out there. Right. I mean, then you're going to be tracking down your Jimmy G's, and you still don't mm-hmm. know what's going on with that. Maybe your Brock Purdy's. You don't know how his surgery's mm-hmm. going to you know, and then you've got other guys out there, your um, what, what, Baker Mayfields, yep. where, <laughs> I mean, so this is what you're, you're, you're so you're, you're two years mm-hmm. at a loss at that point, because mm-hmm. then you've got to hope that the draft comes up again, right, Austin? And so right. this, it, it can take and, you on a snowball effect. Right. But yeah, Travis, that's the thing that, yes, they do have the ability to match, but what if some other team offers a higher number than you're willing to go to? You know, I mean, the, the franchise tag is what, 40 million 45 million I think the non-exclusives 32 35 million somewhere in that ballpark 
if a team gives Lamar Jackson north of $45 million, you would have been better off tagging him to begin with and doing that. Because clearly you don't want to, you know, you're not sold on paying him $45 million on the franchise tag. So anything, you know, 40 is probably the max of what they want to do, shave a little bit off the top. If some team offers him $42.5 million, yeah, you have the chance to match it. But at that point, why not just exclusive tag him, get him for your own, instead of get less back for him? Here's the other part of this. If you match it, then he comes to your team, right? In the NBA, if the the original team matches what someone else does, that player goes to the original team, correct? Mm -hmm. If Lamar Jackson's not happy about how negotiations went, if Lamar Jackson, you know, fits in with what other quarterbacks have done and sulks a little bit, doesn't bring a good attitude, okay, you have him back. Ben type of attitude. Right. Okay, you have him back. He's talented. That's good. But if he's not locked in, he's not engaged, he's pissed off at the franchise. Showing up with your phone in your pocket. <laughs> right. Again, that's that's not great. That's not so good. So either yeah. you pay him what he wants or you pay him something that's fair or you're paying him less and he's either on your team and unhappy or he's off your team and you didn't get fair value for his talent. Coming in with a fat suit on? <laughs> <laughs> Is James Harden body? I'm just throwing stuff out there. What, what some of the, the funny news is on people that decide that they don't want to play anymore. I, 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 I will say, um, one thing is for sure, Austin. Don't do what Stricky did. Mm. Don't ever give money away. You know, like I can't. I, I, I would, I would advise that you wouldn't. You don't take the Ben Simmons route. You don't take any. You go in there and cheer you guys on. Be the best teammate that you can be. But don't ever give money away. So whatever that means. And I think um, an attorney or something, he needs somebody to help to fine-tune these negotiations on his behalf because there could be just a little something that maybe the team doesn't tell you. There's things that the teams don't tell you about ways in which they can negotiate, mm-hmm. things in which they could offer, things in which they could do to kind of you know mitigate the, the difference that we have. But – Someone who's versed in that area, an attorney or something, can help with that. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't have one, but it says is the negotiation is going the you know pretty much the way he wants. And then, of course, he don't want to pay three, six, five percent, you know, on on the money. You know, if you feel that you're that type of guy, you're a max type of guy, you want the whole forty million or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So that's understandable. Uh, Travis, appreciate the uh, the questions and for texting. And if you uh, have any thoughts on this, 402-464-5685. Strick, we turn our attention now to uh, the Big Ten all-conference teams that were named today on the men's side. Uh, congratulations go out, first of all, to Derek Walker, named second team all-Big Ten by the coaches. Left off of the media's uh, teams entirely. He's an honorable mention by the media. Again, still an honor, still named, but a second team all-Big Ten selection by the coaches I think the coaches got that one. The coaches get it because they have to face it. They have to scheme for it. They have to prepare for it. Media don't like it because it ain't sexy. Derek Walker is just a hard-nosed guy, goes in, gets in the trenches, battles out, finishes, gets the job done, and goes home at night. He's not sexy. So, yeah, of course media is going to like, you know, the 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 Trace Jackson Davis, you know, flashy, strong, physical. When he drives, you know, there's some there's some flair to it a little bit, right? That's the difference, and and that's the sad thing about media media eyes, media eye. But those who be around the game, game, 
mm-hmm. they know. And and so shout out to the coaches getting it right. And Derek Walker didn't have a first team All Big Ten no, type I'm of season, but given how important he was to Nebraska, that's a second team player. Plain and simple has to be. The other one that's interesting, Casey Tomonaga gets honorable mention by both the coaches and the media. Imagine saying that at the beginning of the year. Casey Tomonaga is your sixth guy, seventh guy, eighth guy some nights. And here we are in early March, and he's an honorable mention All-Big Ten player. Had he done this all season, maybe he gets into third team, maybe fringe second team conversation. But the fact that we're even talking about Casey Tomonaga as an All-Big Ten player is, number one, a testament to him and the work he put in, to Fred Hoiberg and the coaching staff, the guys around him for helping get him set up. And really just how much Casey took the Big Ten by storm there for a few weeks. Yeah, um proud of Casey because he kept his head to the millstone and just kept, you know, grinding it out. Uh, I will say that um, I hope he comes back. I will say that uh, a little birdie told me through the grapevine that uh, European nationals or – um, non non American na- uh, nationals can in some way find nil opportunities. Glad to hear that because that's going to make it a little bit more plausible for an opportunity to get Casey back. I think if he comes back, uh, you know, kind of being that guy, that go to guy, I think he can make a make a push for himself to get into first or second team uh, considerations, which would help his draft stock potentially. Say he averages 15 points, four assists a game, shoots 40% from three. Where does that land him in next year's All Big Ten, do you think? I think that, I think I'd have to see who the guards are because it's going to depend on, you know, kind of where, where, where you see him. I think, right. I think Kese is considered a combo. Mm-hmm. You know, because of his his ability to shoot and and cut and come off screens and set guys up, I want to see him handle the ball more. I I, I really do. I want to see him be able to really take a take a guy down, set him up, mm, you know, jab him to the baseline, come off a pick and roll. Oh, you oh you hanging, pop you. You mm-hmm. know, come pick hesitate. Oh, cross to the middle, drop you off. I want to see Casey in that mode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just don't want to see him with catch and shoot, catch and cut, catch, pass, cut. I, I want to see him handle. And that will tell me a lot, bit, lot more about whether or not I think he could find himself in first team discussions. Player of the year, Zach Eady. Makes sense. Makes sense. Trace Jackson Davis, I believe ended up second also makes sense, makes sense. but the way ed started the season it was me almost impossible to catch him yeah and and you know remain the top 10 team in the country mm-hmm. uh yeah i think that just is one of those things unfortunately yep co-defensive players of the year chase audige from northwestern mm-hmm. great on-ball defender a lot mm-hmm. of steals and caleb mcconnell of rutgers mm-hmm. kind of a do-it-all switch it for the best defense in the league makes sense makes sense those make sense uh freshman of the year jalen hood shafino Strick, there wasn't a lot of competition on that front. There haven't no. been a lot of standout freshmen. Purdue had a couple guards that have started pretty much all year, but they've really tailed off. Shafino's kind of the opposite. He's really picked it up as of late. Um, I would have liked to have seen Jamarcus if he could have had a full con- campaign. Maybe if there's a freshman team. Yeah. Uh, now, there is an all-freshman team. Uh, he doesn't make that. The yeah. all-freshman team, Hood Shafino, Jet Howard of Michigan. Eh. Bryce Sensabaugh of Ohio yeah, State. That's politics, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, Braden Smith and Connor Asijan of Wisconsin. 
that's the one I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, those are your Husker Award winners. Also, uh, Sam Greasel gets the sportsmanship nod. Good for Sam. Uh, Coach of the Year, Chris Collins. Your thoughts on that one at Northwestern? I, 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 I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Um, I don't feel too bad about that. I think he did a tremendous job. He had a veteran laden, good guard play, and although he had some ups and downs, he was able to keep that that crew in order and get them to where they need to go. I, I, I'm not. I'm not too disappointed about that. I think there was just so much inconsistency throughout. Uh, up and down, you know, Iowa would go from ninth to second, second to sixth. You know, uh, Rutgers would go from second to third, down to ten, back up. You know, you had a lot of those, but I would say they were probably outside of Rutgers, Indiana late. They were kind of the most consistent group, I think, of kind of when they kind of started climbing up the ladder, kind of got Mm -hmm. there. You know, you have your typical losses that you would have, but they didn't have just these tail-offs of of play. Won some tough ones, too. Yeah, but I think Collins makes sense because Northwestern was picked to play on Wednesday in the Big Ten tournament, and they're up there at the number two seed. Had they lost to Rutgers, they would have been the nine, which is the wildest (laughs) turn of events I would have seen. But they end up winning. They get the two. So I think in the very traditional sense, yes, Chris Collins gets that award. How about them Huskers knocking off Iowa, who would have landed the two uh, two Two. seed? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love to see it. How you gotta like how you like me now is what uh, Kumo D would say. Them apples are particularly sweet in Nebraska, Mm -hmm. particularly sour over in Iowa. The other two options to me for Coach of the Year would have been Matt Painter, Purdue has picked, I believe, sixth in the Big Ten preseason poll. Started no, the season unranked. He, he he he's like the Cowboys to me. He I, he loses me every time he gets in the tournament. But go ahead, finish <laughs> your thought on him. And then, then the two others would have been Mike Woodson and Fred Hoiberg. And Fred Hoiberg. Yep. I have. I would have to have Fred Hoiberg. And the, I'd have Fred ahead of Woodson. Just look, at least. I would too. If you just look at what he he's had to do, you know, obviously they're going to say wins losses. They always throw that part into it. But when you're talking about really coach of the year. The job Fred did with what he was dealt. That's like that's like winning the world championship of poker, and you did it with a two two, um, two two, a ten, a nine, and an ace, and you bluffed and you got them to push your hand in. That's kind of what I look like to me, Fred Hoiberg. Sure. That's the hand Fred Hoiberg has been dealt. You've got two deuces and some garbage. <laughs> two deuces yeah. and some garbage, and you wind up winning the hand on a bluff. That's maybe, what it is to me. Maybe that should be our exercise next week, is comparing Nebraska players to cards. Ooh. Who's the ace? Who's the king? Who's the queen? Ooh. Jack. Maybe yeah. that's an exercise for another time. All right, I like it. Oh, Solder Hammond text line. Get ready. You, it's going to be coming. <laughs> We're going to do a, a Husker card. We already got them called the the Hellcat Huskers. <laughs> Jay was off on that again yesterday. Oh, that's his thing man, now. He's claiming thing. that. He's claiming it. He wants it on a, a T-shirt, too, and he wants some uh, kickback from it. Oh, well, shoot. Put it together. LLC it. Yes, we'll have to see. Uh, we'll also have to see who calls in for shootout with Strick. Didn't play yesterday. Let's get someone to call in today. Uh, your chance for $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Call now, 402-464-5685. The Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Play Strick in trivia. And then the 3 o'clock hour. We're going to get into conference tournaments, the the Power Six, uh, Gonzaga-St. Mary's tonight, the championship out west. 
uh, National Player of the Year, National Coach of the Year, stuff like that. Before uh, we hear from Steve Sipple, here on Early Break with Sip and Jake. He also writes for On3. So a busy last bit of the show coming up, but on the other side, we got the shootout with Strick. 